Hi guys and welcome to episode four of the Pokemon Newspaper Wireless. Today I'm here with Andrew who is the owner of Card Secret which is a store in Japan as well as Japan International Trade. Welcome Andrew. Uh, hey Jess, uh, thanks for having me today. Not a problem at all. Uh, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself Andrew. So you're actually from Australia but you live in Japan and have a card store. So, sounds like you're living everybody's dream. Yeah, I, I get that a lot. A lot of people <laughs> <laughs> think it's uh, very easy and a lot of, it, it is a lot of fun. Um, I am from Sydney originally uh, and I love what I do right now. Um, basically, I, I love collecting, uh, specifically Pokemon, but also a few other things like retro games and Marvel and some other like Nintendo stuff as well. Um, but Pokemon is my number one and it was always a passion of mine. And uh, I was able to turn that passion into a full-time career and uh, make my move to Japan and set up a small business here. So That's awesome. They always say that if you make something you love a job, it's not a job. So it sounds like you've done it. Yeah, it's still fun. Still fun. Um, but it does have its ups and downs uh, when it gets keeps growing and growing and there's a lot more business expenses. But... Um, it is a good learning experience and still so much fun. I, I prefer this than working back in insurance or in finance back in Australia. So. Oh, yeah. yeah, I definitely hear you. I'm working in finance in Australia and it's just all the numbers. I wish I could spend all my time looking up Pokemon stuff. It would be the best. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't you tell us a little bit about your new store in Japan? So that's Card Secret. Where about is it located? Okay, so yeah, we opened up a new physical shop in January 2020, just before Corona. So like perfect timing. <laughs> right timing. before everything hit the fan. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's, it's been really good. Like the first few months, um, we were growing on Twitter and, and Instagram and in, in locally with the Japanese um, because we didn't have many Japanese customers at the start, but uh, we've had a really positive outlook with them and uh, a lot of nice comments online um, and they really tend to enjoy the English stuff and American. Oh, really? So yeah. And um, we sell, we sell mostly cards. Um, so TCG cards, their Pokemon cards. Um, it's pretty much Pokemon themed, the whole shop. So there's not many other card shops in Japan, which are pretty much purely Pokemon themed. We do have a little bit of Yu-Gi-Oh and Dragon Ball and Digimon but um, mostly Pokemon, mostly Pokemon. And we'd have figures, toys, games. Um, but the number one is the cards. But it is funny that the Japanese do really like the American stuff, English stuff, Australians. Yeah, and I find that so crazy considering the fact that we have all the English cards and we always sought after all the really cool Japanese cards or the, you know, exclusive merch that they have from all their Pokemon centers. And yet what they want is the stuff that we don't even want and vice versa. It's quite funny, isn't it? It's more or less what you can't yeah. have. That's what you want. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Yeah. It's quite funny because I, that's a lot of the first month or so we've been testing out what's working, what's not working. What are people interested in, what they're looking for and, Doing, talking with a lot of people, you know, and yeah, it always comes up. Like they want the American figures, like the Funko stuff, and then like all these like cool like toys and cards from America or from Australia. 
different promos they, they can't get in, in Japan. They really like reverse hollows um, because there's, no, there's really cool reverse hollows in English. Um, and we and they don't get printed in Japanese like the, oh, the really? hollow pattern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So even the newer cards these days that you know how you can sort of get your rares with your normal hollow, but then you can get pretty much every card in the set as a reverse hollow. They just have normal cards and that's it. Yeah, they just have like one run, and but America, Australia, the Western world has like the parallel and the normal set. So oh, they really like they those parallel up. rares. Yeah. Oh, that's but, um, crazy. Yeah, a lot of fun. And we've been able to host official events as well. And we got registered as an uh, official Pokemon gym in Japan. Oh, uh, yeah. And that's really, really... for Pokemon Go, isn't it? Just uh, for, the, for not sure. <laughs> for the uh, TCG events. Oh, the, the trading card game events. That's right. Sorry. So we get to get uh, the official promo cards into the store and we give them out to the players that play at our events. And um, sometimes we, we get to trade them as well online and, and in different places on our eBay store or other places as well. Oh, okay. But, yeah. Awesome. So you'll be able to get those nice um, rare sought after cards and then you can list them on your store that's on eBay, which is Japan International Trade. So that's mostly what we, we know you as over here in Australia. So at least you'll have lots of nice secret rare things popping up that no one else would be able to get their hands on at least for a while. Yeah, it's uh, that's that's our main out, outlook there. We we sell on eBay that store. Um, I, I used to trade a lot in Facebook and different forums and groups and pages. Um, but yeah, eBay is our number one. I'm trying to build a new website as well. Uh, so hopefully that gets finished soon. Yeah. That would definitely be a thing to look out for. I did notice when I was going through um, my Pokemon news just in general that um, most of the Pokemon centers are actually closed at the moment because of the virus. Is there any open near you at all or they will just close their doors as well? Yeah, um, our shop's right next to the Mega Tokyo uh, Pokemon Center, which is in Ikebukuro. So we're located yeah, in Tokyo, our whole shop there, and... Uh, there's quite a few Pokemon centers in Tokyo just alone. And they all sometimes have different little exclusive items, like a different pin or sometimes an exclusive like accessory or something like that. But like all the of them card are... as well. I think I got a few pins and a few cards when I was over there going on my Pokemon center hunt. <laughs> yeah, they've got nice cards, nice accessories. There's too much stuff, I think. Like, they release so much. But it's, it's a lot of fun. But uh, yeah, all of them are sh pretty much shut down from my knowledge. The ones that I've, I've seen out near the cities and stuff. I'm not sure if the airport one's still open or not. But yeah, given COVID and everything, it's pretty crazy. It is. It definitely makes it a lot harder. I know that a lot of um, the items that Pokemon were going to release are getting delayed. A few plushes are delayed or, you know, the freight from... Um, Japan to Australia and vice versa, even America, when I've ordered my own Pokemon um, items from over there, they're still trying to get here. Everything's just a little bit stuck at the moment with everybody, really. Yeah, everyone's in the same boat. Um, sort of sucks. Uh, but there's, I don't know what we can do. Just got to wait it out, I guess. So I think hopefully, fingers crossed, we'll get back, back to normal soon. Hopefully, it should only be another month or so, at least till things start to open up again. That's my hopes. 
So I do know that I've looked at some of your stuff online and you definitely have some rare beauties in your own Pokemon collection. So I do have to ask, I've seen um, some sealed graded games and consoles out of all your Pokemon items. What is your most favorite and what's your most expensive? Oh, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I heard that go down in your voice. It's a hard question because um, it's always changing, like, what's my favorite? And not necessarily what's the most expensive, but sometimes just something that's nostalgic or something that has a bit of meaning to me. Um, like, collecting is not always about the price tag, like how expensive something is. Sometimes the most significant thing can be the cheapest stuff, you know, that you just really enjoy or have a nice attachment to um, or brings you pleasure or joy. Um, I don't know, like one of my favorite cards at the moment, I guess, was one of the cards that my girlfriend found for me. Um, it was like a uh, a burned tower uh, with the legendary dogs on it. She found it just in like a few years back, like when we were first dating, she found it in like a bulk bin in some random shop and it graded a PSA 10. So like, I just keep that one aside. Like, oh, that's the first one that my girlfriend found for me. It was like really cool. Oh, so it's um, sentimental, but oh, that sounds like that would be my favorite card. The legendary dogs, the burnt building, the, the old school storyline. Oh, it sounds perfect. I like that. Yeah, because it just reminds me of Gen 2, Gen 1, which is what I grew up with and what I love. So, yeah. The originals. Um, nothing ever beats the originals, really. We all know it. We just don't tell the others. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, before we go, I do have to ask you one question. I've been asking all of the people. I didn't answer most expensive. Oh, I mean, sorry. I that's answered... right. Most expensive. Um, well, because it, well, I thought everyone probably know that we do sell a lot of PSA products. That's the main thing that we auction off most of the time on eBay. Um, for many, many years, been trading over 11 years. Uh, doing oh, this. Oh, wow. That's a long time. Um, Who would have even thought eBay was around then? <laughs> uh, I still remember my first my first uh, sale that I tried doing eBay. I sold first edition base set with Shadowless and Unlimited for $600. Easy. Bargain. So, and they're all like near mint, like nice condition. Uh, yeah, I sort of regret that. <laughs> <laughs> I can feel your pain. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but um, most expensive item in my collection, it's hard to say, um, but individual pieces, I guess, maybe some of my Pokemon Trophy cards or my Pokemon Snap card, um, got a nice Poliwag, would be worth some money, or Master Key, PSA 10. So sorry, you said Pokemon Snap card. That sounds new to me. Pokemon Snap is in Nintendo 64? Yeah, yeah. There was a really rare promo set back in, I think, 98, um, where winners, they had to take uh, pictures of um, on Pokemon Snap, the video game. Yeah. Which I think a lot of people remember. It's a really cool game. Professor Professor Oak was a bit annoying, but uh, <laughs> other than that, it was a really nice game, and you had to go around roaming and taking cool photos of Pokemon. And um, there was a competition, I think... Uh, forget if it was I think it was with Koro Koro magazine or a different magazine in Japan where players had to send their best pictures of Pokemon and 10 winners got 
it's got their uh, picture printed onto a card. And then only about 20 of these cards were printed for the, for the 20 winners. The, I think it was, yeah, for the 10 winners, about 20 were printed. But some speculations say that there's a few extra printed with um, the factories and things like that. But yeah, I was able to meet one of the winners of the competition face to face and like he laid out like all these really rare cards in front of me one time and I did a deal for a few of these when I first came to Japan so uh yeah that was like a pretty big deal for me oh man you know what you got to send me a message later I want to have a look at these Pokemon snap cards I feel like I spent half of my life on that and I used to ring the number in the back of the book remember the 1-800 number that was like five dollars a minute but I didn't care (laughs) <laughs> I needed to get those five shadows to unlock everything. <laughs> yeah, it was a fun game. It's yeah, I really love uh the collecting the games and um direct yeah, old school stuff. I was gonna say I think I've gotten yeah, I've gotten a few from you, I think. I think I got my game was it the GameCube? I'm not sure if it was the Dark Lugia one or the other Lugia one. I there's there's certainly a few them. in my collection that have come from you, that's for sure. <laughs> They've I got love a good that home. Too. <laughs> I love that that Lugia GameCube console. It's yeah, really nice design artwork. Oh, um, yeah. Beautiful, because I've got the I think it was the the red Japanese version that I got from you, and then I've also got the dark Lugia silver American version. But there's still a blue version that's the same as the red Japanese one. But I haven't found it. Well, I've seen it once. Was a little bit out of my price range at the time, and then I've never seen another blue one again. So I've still got one more to go. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to get all the variants sometimes. Um, yeah, definitely. The only thing I was that trying gets... to do that. Oh, sorry. I was trying to do that before, like years ago, trying to collect uh, one of every Nintendo Pokemon Nintendo 64 console sealed in every region of the world, but like oh. I couldn't complete it, and. Uh, yeah, I sort of put it on hold for now. But it's that really cool if you can consoles together and like they look really nice. So. Wouldn't they? But then again, you've got to have the room to display it. Like I've got two GameCubes and two Nintendo 64s. I've got the Australian one and one of the the light blue Japanese one. And oh, yeah. man, I've just got no room. And then sometimes it's just the box variants. Like there's an American one that has a Pokemon Stadium box, but the Nintendo is exactly the same, but I just want the box. <laughs> the box looks really cool. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. The Stadium one's really nice box artwork. Yeah, yeah, isn't it? I thought that was a good one too. Well, we've probably used up a lot more time, but before we wrap up, um, I am asking everyone that's coming on the show whether they're Team Sword or Shield. So which side are you on, Andrew? Um, I've got both. <laughs> As we um, all do. <laughs> yeah. Uh I think I was I was playing sword mostly though, yeah. So So you'd be team sword, you're the first one. We've got one sword and we've got two shield at the moment. Oh wow we Oh so shield <laughs> shield's winning at the moment. But look, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Um, and having a little bit of chat with us. I'm sure you'll pop back in from time to time with a lot of the cool new Japanese Pokemon stuff that's coming in. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and uh, hopefully can um, keep supporting you guys and uh, be sure to check out Jess's website as well. The newspaper is really cool. I love seeing the updates on there from you guys. 
Oh, thanks, Andrew. We we try our best to stay up to date, even when the Japanese just keep pumping it out so much. <laughs> uh.